Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, thank you so much for inviting me to your humble abode. Thank you for calling it humble. I've I've tried to make it extravagantly humble. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, I think you've I think you've hit that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that really. As I look around, there is a lot of extravagance, but there's nothing that I look and say that's worth a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> that was. That was unplanned. That, that got was you on that really one. That, that got you, you on that got one. Me. So I will tell you a true story though about like when I first got here. So as I arrived, Wait, there like were... first time ever, no, no, or no, just like, like this right was, now? This was today. Yeah. Okay. So when I first got here, there were some friends of Hannah's that were like popping up, and um, as like whack a mole, they were like whack a mole. So they. Pulled up next to me. I was getting out. I was getting all the stuff to record, and then it's um, a lot of stuff. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a backpack and a microphone. <laughs> I mean, it was three or and four a tent rubber and, and a rubbermaid, a couple of ring lights. Oh, of course, yeah, because we want to be well lit while we're doing a uh, audio medium. So yeah, I mean, the key to any audio medium is having a visual of yourself mm-hmm. that's inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. You gotta have that confidence if you want to do anything in life. And so especially if you want to do a podcast, you gotta have a ring light so that you can see all of those pores and crevices on your face mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. really just live into it. Yeah, you gotta stare deeply into your own eyes mm-hmm. and just think, Wow, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. So, anyways, again, you were gonna anyway, you were gonna start complimenting my home. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so when I arrived, um, some friends of Hannah's also showed up, and as as they pulled up, one of them got out of the car because they were like dropping some stuff off here at your house, and the woman that got out of the car goes, "Uh, Logan." <laughs> Now, here's the thing. Here's what a normal person would say. They'd be like, yeah, I'm Logan, and your name is... And do that. Instead, what I decided to go for today was, you got it! <laughs> and just so the listener knows, you did like a kind of a twirly like finger point. Yes. Like where you start at the bottom, you get like a full circle. And if you do it too much, it's like it's a little bit flamboyant, <laughs> right? But like what you did was like you really like went for the bicep. Flex. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like when you come the under, like you really get like your bicep kind of like pinched up against the side of your body, and so like so it's a flex, and it's like a little bit of like kind of like a gleeful little like hey. And I can't think of a better way to communicate. Like I'm glad you know who I am. I don't care who you are. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I don't know why that's where my head went <laughs> in that scenario. It's as if I had never spoken to a human person before. I was just like, yep. Do, 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 do. It's like a way You're the game show host of life. <laughs> the board is yours. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that uh, 
that was my introduction to your home today and so that was pretty fun <laughs> and then you walked in and you were like ah there's a bunch of clutter in here <laughs> i wasn't gonna say anything um how are you guys doing <sighs> how real do we want to get on this on this goof off podcast you know what I'd like to just skip across the surface like oh, a flat, absolutely. smooth stone from the hand of an expert stone skipper. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, I recently learned was uh, the world record for oh. uh, skips of a stone. Do you have a guess? What it is? Oh gosh, I feel like like what, with the okay. proper technique. What is your leverage? best stone skipping? Oh gosh, I throw? don't know. I I I couldn't put a number on it. I have no clue. Um, What's your average? <laughs> what do you feel good about? If you're <clears throat> skipping stones and okay. you skip one, you're like, that if, was pretty if good. I, if I achieved 10, I would feel phenomenal. Okay. All right. So that's a yeah. good bench. I, if I got 10 skips, yeah. I also feel pretty good. Yeah. 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 I, I feel like the world record holder, gosh, I'm really going to shoot the moon here and say that they got 50. It's 89. 89. 89. Wow. Man, that person has no life. Because <laughs> to get 89 <laughs> skips of a stone, you have to just spend hours out with your thoughts, which, I mean, oh, that's horrifying. Yeah. But. I try to spend as little time as possible with my thoughts. <laughs> which explains a lot of what I say. Sure. Actually. Right. Right. There's a very little self reflection going on with uh, both of the hosts of this podcast. So, yeah. which really gets to the root of the issue of you asking me genuinely, how are you doing? <laughs> it's a terrifying thought yeah. to, to stare into that abyss. Yeah. You and... haven't hazard a guess at all with how you're doing. You're just like, I mean, I've dropped a stone down that abyss. <laughs> I haven't heard it hit the bottom yet. Oh my goodness. I've heard some shrieks. <laughs> Alright, Ben. So something recently happened at our house that has revolutionized how we're progressing in this world. So we we so we have like laminate flooring uh, okay. on both the upstairs and I'm guessing basement. this isn't like the thing that happened is no, getting no, no, no okay but we've got a handful of rugs throughout the house oh yeah, speaking of extravagance we're doing very well and <laughs> i think we bought a couple from uh, um big lots and like mm. another one from like a discount rug <laughs> vendor listen they all come from the same place it's true it's true um and that place is persia persia sure <laughs> All right, they have a monopoly on rugs. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter if it's like good or not. Like they make all rugs. Yeah. And so yeah, Persia, Persia, of course, which is totally the, a country, a right place now. that exists. <laughs> <clears throat> so with our fine Persian rugs, you want to take care of those. Mm, and yeah. so one of the things that kept coming up now that we have a toddler is she would start pulling, like, clumps of hair (laughs) out of these rugs. And just because she would be like, oh, look at this, and just, like, pull that out. And it's like, okay, you're, like, showing how dirty our house actually is. (laughs) And so, like, after, like, a a while, I was like, I'm going to find something that's going to, like, solve this problem. 
So I got a like a fur like okay broom that is is like intended for like animal fur and that kind of thing. And I was like, well, surely this will work on hair. I found out that like over fifty percent of our the the like (laughs) construction of the rug was composed of hair at the point that we were cleaning this out. Like it was a phenomenal amount of hair. Like I was worried that the foundation of the house was gonna come undone with how much hair was in these. I'm gonna have to ask you to share that link with me because Uh, this is going to change the world. Oh, absolutely. So, what what I had in my mind was a vague, vague sense of, like, a infomercial from, like, mm. the 90s about, like, something that you could, like, you could actually sweep your carpets and it would, like, do this. And, and yeah. you know how, like, all those infomercials from the uh, 90s were that it's just, like... Yeah, the infomercials. Infomercials that it would just be, like, look at it, like, look at all this. And, like, you can create a you can create a wig out of all of this hair. Yeah, like, a man, like, enters the room. He trips over his chihuahua, lands face down <laughs> on the rug. And as he raises his face up... He goes from, like, a cleanly shaven man to, like, an ape man. Yes, absolutely. And it's like, and that's why you need the, the, the Rug Buster 3000, and, which is not what it's called. I don't remember what it's called at all. But. How could you not right? This thing, you just literally said, like, we, the global we of humanity. Yeah, yeah. Will change because of this device. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can't remember its name. It would be like, it would be like during the French Revolution. Mm-hmm witnessing a beheading yeah and going home and saying <laughs> they use the um oh they've got this new thing that like it just like takes heads right off and uh oh man what is it called um now i'm thinking that we should take this because whatever i bought was generic we should take the same concept and call it like the rug guillotine or something Ooh, like that yeah the rugatine. it kind of it kind of feels like if you put guillotine or some kind of like mm. like translation of that into whatever product you have it's really it's gonna fly off the shelf it's gonna yeah. make a killing Oof. <laughs> pardon the pun i mean we could do it with just about anything like a really sharp pair of scissors could be like a hair guillotine <laughs> These scissors are only for hair. <laughs> Don't try to open a popsicle. That's actually that's a that's something that you need is a popsicle opening set of scissors that doesn't get sticky over time. Ooh, or or you need a popsicle shortening scissors called the popsicle guillotine. Because <laughs> I have a toddler and he does not eat a whole popsicle. Yeah. Right. So if I had a popsicle guillotine, that sucker would get used. Many, many times. <clears throat> okay, I think we're on to something now that we could just create a guillotine to slice any kind of food or anything in the house. Now, from what I can recall historically, yep. mm-hmm. this thing works off of gravity. So, like, the height is really important because you're not going to yep. make it through a, a human head, like a human neck. Right. Without the proper, I was going to say, life. does it does it go through the head? I mean, I guess it could. <laughs> Just give a little off the top is yeah. what we're doing here. But but yes, yeah, so it has guillotine. to be at a certain. <laughs> it has to be at a certain height to be able to uh, to do the job. Right, and yeah. uh, so like we would need to kind of like do some construction, figure out like what meets 
cut at what height and make sure yeah. that we have like everything uh, uh, accounted for. So. Yeah, there's gonna have to there's gonna be some user error, and mm-hmm. I like I hear <laughs> I hear people saying this to me already. I hear like it's dangerous, it's sharp. Mm-hmm. You have a whole block of knives. Yeah, that you use all the time. Yeah, you have a bu- a knife for butter. You have a knife. Uh, yeah. You have a butter knife. Yeah. Butter doesn't need a knife. I have butter... to actively remind myself when I pull a knife out to not throw it across the room. Like, I mean, that's just They're like, dangerous. They're very dangerous. Yeah. And now that so. you have a child around. Right. You can't just be throwing knives willy-nilly. Oh, yeah. And, well, and I have to stop her from throwing knives. It's just part of the human experience is we want to throw knives. So We like, want to be around sharp things. Right. Because sharp things are cool. Yeah. Think about the cool things that... I mean, when you think of the idea of cool, like just just throwing it out there, like James Dean, yep. he yep. he was one sharp fella. Oh yeah, he dressed sharp, his hair was sharp, yep. his face beautifully sharp. Yep, and he always had knives. Yeah, the motorcycle oh. he rode extremely sharp. Yeah, everything about him just screams pocket full of knives, danger. <laughs> And so, a kitchen guillotine, a kitchetine, if you will, oh, uh, should be no obstacle Oh yeah, for the average homeowner. No. And imagine, just imagine, just like, you know, you need to cut through a watermelon. You've got a butcher's knife. But yeah. that is not an adequate tool. No. So you get on the wheel and just... You're raising the guillotine on like an old-fashioned waxed yeah. like hemp rope. Yeah, and and just think of how impressed the neighbors are at this oh, point. Oh yeah. Oh, they, they're they're flooding in like a like a French crowd for sure. Like, they're they're coming, loving it. Oh, they're just they hoping. Wait. They're just hoping they're not next. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just like the revolution. Right. And. <laughs> but they can't not be there because yeah. it's a sight to see. Oh yeah, it's and a when, spectacle. When you bring that blade down on that melon, mm-hmm. it will shower the crowd. Yeah, in beautiful red juices. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I'm speaking about a watermelon. Here. Right, of course. Uh, and that thirsty crowd is going to just drink in the spectacle yeah. of your watermelon slicing. Yeah. And then imagine their delight yeah. when, as a refreshment, you offer appropriately shortened popsicles to their toddlers. <laughs> We're reaching a time of year mm-hmm. that the summer is drawing to a close. Oh, thank good. Well, not thank <laughs> It's... It's Logan, hot. I mean, it's hot here, but I I love the summer. So your beautiful glistening body yeah. <laughs> will soon just be a beautiful body, um, and you'll have to apply an artificial glistener. And I know how painful that is oh, for you. Oh gosh, it's a whole it it's a whole thing. But it's also extremely painful for you to drink enough water mm-hmm. so that you can glisten and not shrivel up into like a pruny beautiful body. We have, we have talked ad nauseum i think about the amount that i sweat in prior podcasts and so like trust me glistening for me is not a problem like if anyone has seen the movie airplane yes 
when when our main character is attempting to land the plane yeah. and water is literally pouring down his head from a hose. Yeah. Uh, That's me cutting an avocado. Like... <laughs> At 5 a.m. At 5 a.m. in the summer. Like, yeah. In air conditioning. (laughs) Just the thought of having to exit the home (laughs) is just treacherous. It's so. Yeah. As the summer draws to a close, we're going to be entering into, uh, you know, midsummer has sort of a lull. Like, people Mm -hmm. have grilled, they have shot off fireworks. Yep. They have been to the pool and the lake. Right. And they're tired. Right. But the end of summer is always a bash, which is why there's the commonly known term, end of summer bash. End of summer bash, of course. <clears throat> so when you are going to these end of summer bashes, mm-hmm. I know what you're thinking. I'm shy. Because... <laughs> because most people are shy. Yeah. Or at least they want to be shy. Mm-hmm. Because there's something like sort of alluring about people being wanna shy. People want to be shy? Yeah, people want to be shy. People oh, are okay. like, mm, I'm shy. Ooh, yeah. You know, it's like... It's what, like do I oh, have, what do I have going on over here? I don't know. I don't Maybe know. you'll come I'm talk shy. to me. Yeah. Okay. Talk right. to me, I but like I don't it. really want to talk to I've not experienced shy. that, but I like it. I like it as a concept. So. There is something alluring about being shy, which is why all of us pretend to be shy, even if we're not shy. Right. So I have honed in on two extremely well-written articles Mm. about how to be the life of the party. Oh, excellent. If you're shy. Oh, okay. So that is the title of the first article from Bustle.com. How to be the life of the party if you're shy, which is pertinent for all of us because we're all just a little bit shy. So I'm just going to read you some of these pieces of advice because mm-hmm. I think that they could really help all of us. Yeah. Um, so the first the first piece of advice is take the pressure off. Okay. All right. So you're shy. You want to be the life of the party. Mm-hmm. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Stop. And I know what you're thinking. That doesn't help. But you know what? Stop yeah. putting so much pressure. I was going to say that, that's really good advice, just in general. Like, stop having expectations. If you if you go into a circumstance, any kind of circumstance in life mm-hmm. without any expectations, then like the world is your oyster. Like yeah. you're going to be fine. Uh, all right, and that leads us right into number two, which right. is adjust your expectations. Okay. <laughs> So not a, not remove all expectation, just adjust. Oh, you have to have expectations. Okay. Oh, okay. Well. Let's face it. <laughs> Even when you say you have no expectations, mm. you have created a new set of expectations for yourself. Okay. Oh, I like this. This is very cerebral. I like yes. that. Like, yeah. Real talk. Here. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. think we're joking, mm-hmm. but we actually just made a very profound point. And by we, <laughs> I mean me. And you Logan. know it's you know it's profound when you tell everybody that it's profound. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just like the the guy who tells everyone that he's down to earth. Yeah. Right. Not down to earth. <laughs> I've never met a person who says to me, I'm just a normal guy. I'm just real down to earth. Yeah. And I've thought to myself, this person is super down to earth. <laughs> this is an example of self-talk. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, right. <laughs> So, 
number three, I think number three is really essential just mm-hmm. to being a human being. Okay. Know how you function. Okay. So, if I met a person who could do this. Like, biomechanically? Or... <laughs> Like, <laughs> you have to become a doctor. Okay. <laughs> so to be the life of the party, you have to become a doctor. Take biology, physiology, kinesiology, like really just run the gambit. Understand. Spend at least three years in a residency. <laughs> right. Understanding what's wrong with the human body so that you can understand your human body. Right. And by that time, you'll have a lot, even if you are still a little bit shy. Yeah. You're going to have stories to tell about oh, the party. Yeah. Like a story like, does everyone know how the liver works? Let me just like run through it real quick. <laughs> that liverwurst you're serving at the party, it reminds me of how the liver works. <laughs> and I've prepared, prepared a PowerPoint. How can I connect my phone? Do you guys have Apple TV? No, it's, it's all right. It's fine. I'll get That's the, fine. I'll get the, I have a Fire Stick here. I'll get the pocket. Roku app. It's fine. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> So, and if you're not a doctor, mm-hmm. don't worry. Sure. This is a simple fix. Yep. Number four, you just need to think of three conversation topics mm-hmm. beforehand. So before any party, you just think of three conversation topics. <laughs> okay. And so in my mind, you've got to get as specific as possible. Right. If you want to have a good conversation, it's got to be an extremely specific micro detail about a single topic. Sure. Because anybody can go to a party and be like, what do you do? Do you have any kids? Where'd you go to school? Where'd you grow up? That kind of thing. Like, yeah, anybody can pull out like generic questions. Like anyone can ask what music you like to listen to. Right. But not everybody (laughs) can cite from the rules of civil procedure Uh and specifically discuss topics like uh like special defenses that have to be pled in the your your initial defense your initial answer to the complaint in a lawsuit like that is the kind of thing that's really going to make people think like wow this guy knows how to have a conversation yeah I love the idea of having like a summer bash where people are like look I just want to unwind get ready for the fall because maybe you're maybe you're a teacher, you're heading back to work. Maybe you're just kind of like lamenting the fact that like pools are closing and like the big summer blockbusters are ending, and it's just like, okay, we're kind of going into the drudgery of the fall, and <laughs> here comes old boy up there, and it's like, have you thought of your opening defense for this <laughs> civil <laughs> civil case? And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Have you read any of the recent Supreme Court <laughs> opinions? Like, have you read any of them? You know what never puts people off at a party is bringing up politics. Like, let's just be honest. Like, people yeah. say stay away from religion and politics. I say embrace it. Get I mean, in there. let's talk about Article 39 right. of, of Luther's, like, complaints to the Catholic Church. Sure. Like, let's yeah. get down let's to get it. Let's get into it. Let's talk about whether or not those are actually followed Walk today. Walk up to somebody and say, what's your thoughts on the hyperstatic union? Go. And, Go. And, and, and yeah, yeah, that's immediately going to spark interest. People are going to be like, oh, I didn't know anybody else cared about this. Great. Yeah, you're going to find out who are your friends and yeah. who are not real quick. Right. Which is what's important at parties. Yeah. <laughs> and when you find out that you have no friends, 
I mean, that's an eye-opening. That comes back to number three. Okay. About yeah. knowing oh, yeah. knowing how right. you function. Mm. Maybe you function best as a person who has no friends. Right. <laughs> that's important to know. That's a lot. That's some good self-reflection right there. Yeah. And so, and then you can just leave the party. We talked about staring into that abyss. <laughs> It's a scary place. There's a lot, of, a lot of really creepy things You know, there. it's frightening, and yet somehow it's beautiful. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I've um, never been there, so I don't know. <laughs> Logan is never self-reflective. <laughs> which is easy to see, you know, if you talk to him for like mm, two minutes. Oh, two minutes, right. Because <laughs> in that two minutes, he's probably just said, you got it, yeah. several times. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how many people I've met that after two minutes they're just like, "All right, we're done here." So, <laughs> all right, we're gonna skip on down a little bit yeah, here do because <clears throat> I think that this one's like super important. Is number seven is focus on others. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about self reflection mm-hmm. here, but if you're going to be an interesting person, yeah. you need to focus on other people. Because what's sure. true is that you're not an interesting person. <laughs> you have to find the interest in other people. And That's right. Yeah, yeah. Go from there. Yeah. Everybody thinks that they're the most interesting thing. Oh, of course. And that is evidenced by the fact that they don't know anything about you. <laughs> yes, you've just met. No, they've never talked to you before. Right. So why should you ever expect them to be able to talk about those three conversation topics that you right. came up with beforehand. <laughs> you are such an idiot. Why yeah. did you think of those topics? You should ask them, what are the three topics that you came up with before you came to the party? That's right. And yeah. then whenever they, they're like, oh, I don't prepare for parties that way, then you just chastise them for not preparing properly. Yes. And and then that's where the, the relationship begins. That is a really good energy to start yeah, with. That is. Is like yeah. like a playful chastisement. That is, that's every romantic comedy like meet cute right there. Yep. Is just like yeah, people meeting at a party, berating each other over like just what their idea of a party should be, and then yeah. Bing bang boom, they're in they're in love by the end of it. I, I mean, and what what is a party other than a chance to fall in love? Oh yeah, I'm I'm looking for that at every party we're going to. Yeah, I mean, I I usually find it you know deep within myself. <laughs> <laughs> which is why it's so hard. Like, which is why focusing on others is so difficult for me. Oh, okay. Because like, true happiness is inside of you. Yeah. Okay. And and that truth can't be realized in looking to anyone else. Right. So really, I guess what we're saying is like focus on being unhappy. <laughs> I like the idea of somebody going to a party just to discover themselves. <laughs> Which I guess is the whole concept that we're talking about here. Like, being the life of the party is being like, how do I find myself in the midst of, like, other people? We may not realize it, but I think we're actually scratching the surface of something that's pretty deep. (laughs) 
I'm really tempted we to have dig no into res- that. We have no responsible responsibility, like being the people that explore this, but <laughs> and yet we somehow are. and yet here we are. Yeah. Like, I mean, we found ourselves on the precipice of greatness. Mm-hmm. That's true. Not on the precipice of anything else. Oh yeah. Oh, purely greatness. Like, yeah. yeah I I imagine that some of the great thinkers of the world will hear this. Probably, and then they're gonna think great things. And well, and then they're gonna—they're just gonna be like, "Wow, where have these guys been our entire life? Like we have—we have plumbed the depths of philosophy and yes, theology, everything in the world. And then these two idiots are just like stumbling upon stumbling upon timeless truths, just like cracking open like the the shell. And like just harvesting this like beautiful fruit from mm-hmm. within to feed to the rest of the world, right? Just like out of their hands, mm. and they don't even know it, yeah, because they don't realize they have hands, because <laughs> they're too stupid to be like look down and even like see their own hands, yeah. They're just like bumbling around <clears throat> blind. They just refer to their hands as book openers, and like that's it. They're they're yeah. just completely even lost though like and... they've never cracked a book. <laughs> They're just like dum dums who are like wandering around like eating Doritos and like drinking Mountain Dew and talking about you know like Wendy's. We've entered into the um, the sphere of the idea that eventually, if the world keeps going the way that it's going to go, like everybody is just going to become stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually, everyone's coming down to our level, right? Right. So the philosophy that we're talking about is is just like <laughs> it's just like the the highest level that people can achieve and it's like yeah. wow, if that's it then that's terrifying and it is. Yeah. So um I just want to I just want to say I I feel like it's a good time um to move on mm-hmm. to the next article. I'm going to go on to this next article. Okay. And we're going to explore a little bit of it because I feel like the final point that Bustle brings up, mm-hmm. which as we all know bustle.com is like is sort of like where like great minds like Socrates mm-hmm. and like Plato and Aristotle would have like hung out. Like it's the steps of like the I was going to say when you first mentioned Bustle, I was like yeah, that that's not gonna make it through like a safe search or anything like that. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's that's what they're into. So like, yeah, yeah, but like that's where they would be like hanging out. Like oh, those are the steps sure. of like the Coliseum. Oh, where like they're like trying to reach out to the masses, you know? Yeah, and they're like lounging, like you know, drinking wine and like eating mm-hmm. figs and stuff like that with like their followers. Yeah. Um, and so, like, let's just, like, take a step a little bit closer mm-hmm. to, like, the center of, like, the ancient, like, thought world. Okay. By going to medium.com. Okay. Because okay. they've given me a gem called How to Be the Life of the Party, parentheses, even if you're shy and don't know anyone. Oh, okay. So this okay. isn't just if you're shy. Also, if you don't know it. So, like, if you stumble into a party... That you're not invited to. That you don't even know the host. But you're like, this is banging. Yeah. 
you can still be the life of the party. Of here. course. Even if you're shy. Even if you're like, how did I get in this party? <laughs> like, I'm shy. Um, this uh, These pieces of advice are like even more profound, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so, uh, one of these is just like photographic in nature. And, it, <laughs> and the photograph is just like... Like... Ten people with drinks in their hands. Yeah. Just, like, all giving a toast. Okay. Which, I think, like, nothing says you're the life of the party. Like, having, like, a mixed drink with, like, a really froofy accoutrement. Yeah. You know, it has to have a garnish that says, like, Mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing with this. Right. And then proposing a toast. (laughs) Yeah. Of You've course. got to have a toast up your sleeve. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about like wheat or white. <laughs> That's not deserved. <laughs> <clears throat> what you're talking about though, I so I went with a friend to on a work trip and we went to a Mexican restaurant and I ordered just a margarita. That that literally out of my mouth I was like margarita. That's what I want. Yep. They brought me a margarita that had so much fruit and gummy worms at the top of it that I was like, I'm genuinely confused about what I said just now. Like, did when it came out, did I have some sort of flourish on it that like I didn't anticipate or anything like that? And so, like when I when you're describing a cocktail like this, this is the cocktail yes. I'm thinking of. And I did give a toast to the restaurant because it felt appropriate, and everyone there is now my friend. And yeah, like and we you keep in touch instantly and we go, became. This is a great anecdote. Yeah, Thank yeah. you so much for this amazing <laughs> anecdote, Logan. You affirmed this reality. You gave a toast. With an extremely froofy drink mm-hmm. that, like, right. made us question sort of, like, who you are, but also, like, <laughs> made us impressed by you. Sure. And, like, yeah. your rippling bicep that was, like, holding it up. You were, like, flexing, and you were, like, I want a toast. I did a lot of flexing. And everyone was, like, everyone was like I don't know, but, like, look at this guy. Look at yeah. his drink. Look at how much fruit is in his drink. Right. You can't not toast with a guy with that much fruit in his drink. And you instantly became the life of the party. Yeah. You were the life of the party. If you people, left that party, everyone died. Because yeah. <laughs> there was no life left in that party. I, I just remember my last act after toasting everybody as I was like, and DJ hit it. And they were like, what are we going to play? And I was like, cats in the cradle. And we just nice. moseyed on through the night. So, <laughs> <laughs> Which brings up the, the a great point. Like... If you if you're going to a party, you need to bring something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So if you're not going to bring a toast, you got to bring something. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's very southern of you, right there. Because like we, <laughs> my wife and I have had like multiple conversations about how we'll be going to a party, and she's like, "Well, we have to we have to bring something." And, and I'm like, we don't have to, but I mean, like, if you want to, that's fine. It's like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, it is a requirement in the South. Like, you have to do this. Yes. And so, like, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big part of the culture. Yep. Yeah. Which is why it's in medium.com's advice (laughs) is like, 
Medium is medium southern. Yeah, of course. So medium bringing southern. something is important. Like bring like bring that like parrot for your pirate costume <laughs> that you can like strap onto your shoulder. Like make it a fun thing where it's like the most like pirate person you mm-hmm. see there. Like just strap it on their shoulder and of be course. like, "You're the pirate tonight." Yeah, and everyone's gonna love that. Mm-hmm. They're gonna love it. Like bring a key lime pie. And then, like, whoever is, like, has that sort of, like, key lime attitude, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, force them to eat the whole thing <laughs> in front of everybody. Like, that's the kind of vibe that, like, really, like, brings a party up another and level. keep yelling at them the whole time that, like, you're having fun. You're having fun. You're, you're having fun. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. And it can be part of a toast. I mean, like, shouting at someone you're having fun during a toast <laughs> Is not off limits. I know a lot of people think it is, but it's not. <laughs> which again, which brings us to the next point: like build social momentum. Oh, of course. Like if you do one thing that's fun, that's not enough. Uh, no, no. You have to build that momentum. Right. Like bring out Twister. Like, like <laughs> have a can of shaving cream in your back pocket. Do something that's like crazy that people are like, oh my gosh, like. Why, like, why does this guy have, like, a glue-on mustache? Like, he already has a mustache. Why is he wearing another mustache on top of it? And then as they're thinking that, you put that mustache on them. Yeah. You're building social momentum. You're building social momentum. So, all, just so you know, all of those things are happening the next time we all get together. <laughs> Good. Because secretly, this whole thing... Is to seed ideas in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> this is party inception. <laughs> this is party inception. thanks to Sunmates for our theme music also a very special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art if you'd like to reach out to us we are now on Facebook and Instagram just look for we took the liberty on either platform thanks for listening